uh, ripping and running, uh, trying to close out 2020 on a very, very high note. Um, projects in the works, closing out some projects that I'm happy about, man. Just you know, trying to get out, just get some of the shit off my shoulders, man. You know, man, get it off, dog. You got to get it off. You got to yeah. come out on a positive note, man. I mean, I got my shit going on too over here. Outside this podcast, this is my passion project. This is my baby, but outside of just uh, the funding for this damn thing at my actual job, I'm trying. I'm trying to make some moves too, man. I'm trying to make some things happen for myself. Um, for sure. You, I mean, you got to. I, you know, anybody listening to this damn podcast, listen to it today. Uh, I give you this piece of advice. I ain't been around that long. I'm only 35 years old, but if I had to say one thing, please don't get yourself, don't get yourself stagnated. If you feel like it's time to move, move. If you feel like you need to do something else, do it. If you need to add to, if you, if you need to add to your damn plate to make yourself feel fulfilled, do it. Don't fucking get stagnated in this bullshit, man. Because where you work, it will be there. Whether you're there or not. Just do what you want to do, man. Like, just say fuck it, man. Like, for real. Anyway. Right, make a note. Uh, 10 2020. One seventeen Eastern Time, twelve seventeen Central Time. Kenneth Calvin requested <laughs> all his listeners quit their job. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, look, man, you gotta take that shit with a grain of salt. Nah, don't take it with a grain of salt. Hey, look, if they if they got some if they smart at all, they know what the hell I'm saying. They, hey, look, yeah. hey, look, take that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, if, if something you want to do, go do it. Fuck it. I'm gonna talk about Gary Vee later on in this episode, and he's in my notes. Hey, he said, "Hey, look, if you're in your 20s, yeah, eat shit, eat it, like fuck up as much as you can. Fuck up." I tell you that to any young person out here, man, real shit. And let's get started, you though. Said wrong, you say what? Mm-hmm. I said you ain't said nothing wrong, man. Yeah, yeah. I said, the, one, the ones who understand, understand. Man, I want to talk about oh. sports real quick, man. Hey, you watched the you watched the game last night. You watch uh fucking uh who was that uh Seahawks game last night? That was a fucking game. Uh, no, but I thought I heard about it. I saw the highlights when DK Metcalf popped them off the mouth at the interception. I seen that. Yeah. So <laughs> so basically, uh, hey, 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 but football, I really don't get as far as like the draft process. Like DK Metcalf, Metcalf, he uh, came out of Ole Miss, but he, he was like a physical specimen, bro. Fast as fuck, six four, two hundred thirty pounds. Like he was basically Brian James playing football at wide receiver. Yeah, and, and he didn't go to like the second round because they were doubting his. I think his his motor or his, his work ethic and shit. He was like a fucking house. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he he got no body power, you know. But now he's doing what. We expected him to do the NFL, but why, you know, my question, why did he drop so low? Like, why is our question who he was? Because it had to be, my opinion, because of past experiences with other players that, that fit his, you know, fit his pre-draft mold. You know what I'm saying? Like, perfect guy, but something is missing. So I think he was, he was hurt by past, you know, experiences with other people, not really him. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, hey, how can he be, he check all the boxes, but like, you know, he, he, he too good to be true. And then draft a motherfucker who 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 five for nothing. 
know what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit's weird. Oh, yeah. You, you like never that. know what's going on either. Yeah. Like, they say this stuff in the media yeah. and ESPN reports mm-hmm. how they want to report it also. You never know what happened in that damn office when they sat down with him yeah. and everybody else and said, okay, let's negotiate this damn contract. It may, it, 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 this motherfucker might set up and say, man, fuck y'all. And they might say, they, they, after that, they say, okay, okay. You know, whatever they want to say after that, you know, it's like, well, you said this, yeah. well, we're going to say this. Yeah, you, know? yeah, you never know. Yeah. I, I mean, story. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I get what you're saying, though. That makes sense. But let's talk about this real quick, though. I mean, we're on sports right now. We're going to do this shit differently. And again, I think I fucked up on the record when I hit record button. This is the Good Guys Podcast. This is De- uh, this is Kenny and Dexter. We're here live right now. We're on a stereo app. Look us up on there also. Um, mm-hmm. Check it out, though. We knew to this. We knew to this. Uh, Seahawks Cardinals, right? 34 to 37. 34 to 37 in overtime. I was not. I was not at home to watch this game, but I looked at it on the live cast on the ESPN app, right? And man, I can't tell you the last time I was on the edge of my seat for a live cast on a damn phone. I couldn't watch it, but watching that little <laughs> football bounce around this damn screen. Oh my god! I was on. The, I was running around doing my damn regular job. My phone out of my hand. Like, what's gonna happen next? What's gonna happen next? So one of my guys is a really big Seahawks fan. One of my guys over from me. Man, these motherfuckers moved this damn ball so fast in the fourth and overtime quarter. Fucking Arizona was moving that bitch. Like, mm. <laughs> they were moving that bitch. I don't know where. See how it reminds me of the damn Saints right now with this fucking good ass offense and no defense, man. They were moving the fuck out of that damn ball, man. Shout out to uh, the Arizona Cardinals quarterback, Kyler Murray, man. Yeah. And he's doing his thing. Young black, black guy, man. Black kid. My little shit, black quarterback, succeed, bro. All day long. Man, it was crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, he yeah, did his thing. It was a good-ass game, though. Yeah, it was, a, it was a really game. good game, man. I look, I'm going to give you some stats real quick to show you how close these motherfuckers was. Russell Wilson, 33 for 50. Oh, shit. 33 for 50, 388 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions. The three interceptions would have fucked them up. The three interceptions (laughs) fucked them up. Look, hold on. Look, look. Look, 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 look. look. This is the other stat that's going to fuck you up. I'm like, yeah, yep, yep. That lost them. Interception lost in the damn game. Murray, 34 for 48, 360 yards. That's 360 yards to Russell's. 388. Three touchdowns, one interception. <laughs> that yeah, went interception. That Boy, stop it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the option had, had 103 yards, interception. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm guessing, since I, can, I couldn't watch the game in person on TV, I'm guessing the third quarter is when um, Seahawks had those interceptions because they were shut down. They didn't score or not. They were leading every quarter up to the third, and then after that, they were fucking shut down. They weren't doing nothing else. They scored one time after the third quarter, and that third quarter is when, when after they were shut down, the fourth quarter is when uh, Cardinals were able to come back and tie the game. Mm-hmm. But they didn't score at all. So I'm willing to bet the interceptions happened in the third quarter, and it was over after that. Fucking Russell Wilson. Sierra putting that pussy on him. Rush. Putting that wop on him. Yeah, Sierra. Sierra, do the thing on him. <laughs> Shit, my boys lost yesterday. They are, no, they are no longer undefeated. 
fucking Titans. Yeah, and look, and that's funny. That's, uh, yesterday, uh, they put Seahawks undefeated. The other day, they are not no more. Welcome. My team has been not undefeated. But look, you know what? The Saints are going all the way. They going to the playoffs. Oh, to where? The playoffs. Uh, they going to the playoffs. Where? To the playoffs. They at least going to the playoffs. At least. And look, I'm going to call the spade a spade, man. They are going to the playoffs. Will they win the playoffs? I don't know. I don't know. I have a, I, I have a, I have a couple of bones to pick with the Saints because Teddy Bridgewater, even though his team is not there, He's the best quarterback they've probably had in a while, Carolina. Mm-hmm. Their uh, their star player running back, white boy who's a running back, and killing it. Oh, uh, a, yeah, he's a, yeah, Matt. He's a bad yeah. motherfucker, boy. He's built like his daddy. Bad motherfucker. Yeah. He's a bad he motherfucker. But, like he's, daddy. but he's injured. He's injured. <laughs> so they have nothing. Uh, Man, he's like an old woman. He, he built like his daddy. <laughs> he built like his daddy. <laughs> he built like his daddy. <laughs> Let me tell you something, boy. That boy, that goddamn boy, that damn country cornbread fat motherfucker over there. Yeah, I mean, look, listen. <laughs> if if uh, Carolina had anything to do with them going further outside of Bridgewater, which was, is a unspoken of quarterback at this point, because he should have stayed. Fucking Saints, Saints gave him damn money. We would have had the Knicks fucking breeze in this bitch. But he's gone now. It is what it is. And he's the, he's up there like LeBron James with no fucking help. And look, mm. if they get him off, uh, what's the guy's name again? Dexter shit. I'm terrible with names. The white the white guy running back. They get him off a of fucking injured reserve. Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. If they get him off, they will be a force to be reckoned with. And don't let them make any more trades to get some damn wide receivers up there to help out. Mm-hmm. Don't let them get them. I'm sorry. I'm not a you, fucking you know, you Carolina know, uh, fan, but Tampa's in your division too. Tampa's in your division too. Who is Tampa? Tampa. Oh yeah. Ta- oh, they got AB. Yeah. Ooh, spicy, mm-hmm. spicy. Yeah. They building, they building, building the Avengers down there. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. They building the fucking squad, man. Like, <laughs> hey, motherfuckers got money to blow. It's like, okay, we don't have to spend money on vending. And people to pay to run the vending? Okay, so we can we move some of that money and allocate it to the players? Yeah, we can, sir. All right, well, shit, let's get a... Man, that's what's going on right now. <laughs> oh, shit, man. But that was a good game, watching on my damn phone uh, running around the plant last night. It was it was interesting watching that shit because my boy was over about to cry. He said, man, we're undefeated right now, man. We, we ain't going to make it. I said, man, looking like y'all not, man. <laughs> Like y'all not. <laughs> I was at my desk. I saw that shit, that damn last field goal. I said, oh shit, let me get up. <laughs> I ran out to the damn floor. I said, hey, look. I look. I, as a matter of fact, I didn't I didn't even go talk to him. I just stood there and looked. <laughs> Being a dick. Like your ass. Like your ass. Yeah, kick a black man when he's down. <laughs> Got it. Hey, look. Ain't, no, ain't nobody yeah. better to kick a black man when he's down than another black man. God damn it. You, you remind me of my uncle. <laughs> oh, hold on. Who, Omar? Tom. Oh! <laughs> 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 yeah. Wrong noise. Hold on. Wrong noise. I got to do this. I got to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. <laughs>
<laughs> Shit. You, you like them fiddler? Yeah, I've had them in my soul. All right, man. Uh, shit. I did want to ask you this question. Up, man? Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. No, I was gonna. I think about that exact thing. You go ahead and ask it. Uh, well, I, I don't think we were. Uh, had the missus over here doing the um, doing her ballot, absentee ballot. That's what I was about to ask about. <laughs> oh yeah, we were right same question there. Okay, okay, cool, yeah. So, uh, well, shit, Dexter, are you voting absentee? And how'd it go? I am. Actually, I did right before I headed out to Nashville Wednesday morning. So I voted. Yeah, I, I uh, sent my name Tuesday. Yeah, it went well. Uh, it's not my first time. It's my second time actually on the absentee uh, ballot. Uh, it was business as usual. Um, I know the, the local folks, and typically when I don't, I, I, I vote Democrat, but uh, this time around with the power of the internet, bro, I basically went through all the candidates and Google their platforms. Oh, I like her. I like. I like, oh, I like that. Oh no, I ain't fuck with him. Nah, uh, I ain't fuck with that. So man, I, you, know, you got you got some information. Remember what I said last time, right? Everybody has connection. Everybody's connected. There, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, 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 but go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, and like this. this um, I'm sorry, I lost my damn train of thought. Basically, I had to say piggybacking all the damn time. Uh, but piggybacking what you just said, yes. Uh, I basically, everybody's platform is available online. So you can just Google them and you can see what they're, what they're all about, what kind of agenda they were uh, trying to push it when they get in office. You can make you know, uh, a, a certain decision and say, hey, well, I, I align with this or I don't align with that. They will make a sound decision. It's all you, you ain't got to guess no more. You're all right, my friend. Yeah, I mean, uh, there was uh, for Georgia. They had the um, um, I think what is it called? Uh, uh, an amendment. That's what uh, amendment to the Georgia mm-hmm. Constitution. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically, the uh, sovereign shit. What's it? What the shit called, man? I know you saw it on there. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but, you know. It basically, Make I guess, criminals, right? yeah, it's like, I guess it gives, yeah. if something is against the uh, federal law, it gives. Bro, I actually uh, took a picture of it. I wanted to discuss it with my wife. Let me pull it up real quick. Hey, go ahead, pull it up. Keep talking. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, what I got from it, it was uh, basically a way for the state government not to wiggle out, or well, city or state government yeah, not yeah, to yeah, wiggle yeah. out of. Uh, yeah, way uh, state and local sovereign immunity for violation yeah. of state law, state and federal constitutions. Right. And so yeah, the constitution of Georgia be oh, if a cop fucks you up and and you want to sue, and it's mm-hmm. uh, ends up being federal law, they can't you can't do it without somebody's permission. The federal government. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a fucking. Uh, I'm a fucking idiot when it comes I to this shit. Shall, yeah. the, shall the constitution of Georgia be amended? To waive sovereign immunity and allow the, the people of Georgia to petition the Superior Court for relief from government mental acts done outside the scope of lawful authority or which violate the laws of this state, the Constitution of Georgia, or the Constitution of the United States. Okay, that's it then. That's what that's that's yeah. so and uh so the- yeah, they should waive their immunity. So yeah, I would yeah. waive that shit. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you uh, and, uh, you're not immune, then. Yeah. Georgia is a, is a southern state. Yeah, they they corrupt like any other state. Yeah, fucking sovereign immunity. 
But if I was a cop, I come through, I'm gonna fuck with you. <laughs> and do some illegal shit to you. And there's nothing you can do about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play it I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna play it sovereign immunity against whatever the fuck you're trying to sue me over. And you can't sue me. And nothing you can do about it. And it's basically putting people in place to not be above the law, but at least be a little above federal law, which is supposed to be separate from um, state. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I know it was one of those ones. Vote yes, and uh, I told Don we were talking about it when she we were both were trying to figure out what the hell it was because she's not she ain't been in Atlanta in a long time, so she was like, "What is this?" I was like, "Well, you know," and we looked it up, figured out what it was. I said, you know what? You see that? She's like, what? I said, uh, you see how they buried that shit in there? You had you had to look it up. You had to. Mm-hmm. Think, about, think about how many people are not in Atlanta right now who've not been around or on TV, listening to TV in their state, and they're trying to vote out of state right now. They didn't know what the fuck that shit was. They were just random shit. They buried that shit and how they did it for a reason. You could have you could put it you could have easily put it on there in uh layman's terms. This will help the people who are in law enforcement not get out of bullshit when they fuck up. Yep. <laughs> That's all they had to say. Simple as always better. And look, and we we trying to figure it out versus in uh the other communities, uh, Republican mm-hmm. or not, somebody's telling them, "Hey, mm-hmm. when you see that, just vote. Just vote no. Vote no. Mm-hmm. Okay, no problem." <laughs> She's crazy, man. Just fucking crazy. But uh, man, what is she got, man? What you you get vaccinated, man. You get vaccinated. Oh, uh, that's a good question, man. I don't know. Um. So I haven't been flu shotted in forever. It took twenty years for me to get the flu the second time without having a flu shot. Twenty years, and I don't think it was the flu. I think it was from China. I think it was coronavirus. <laughs> no man, we good over here on that tip. But uh, I don't know. So. There's oh, a, you just got it. I brought that this a while ago. This is like recently, this year. Yeah, this year. Like I had the flu. Man, I had I, I remember the flu like it was yesterday. I was ninth grade, nigga. I'm 35 <laughs> years old. I was ninth grade. And I only remember I went in school that day, that week. And I just had the, the chills and had a headache and it wouldn't go away. And I just slept a lot. Man, this fucking last flu I had though, this motherfucker here. Oh. Oh mm-hmm. my. Even when it was over with, it was still here, nigga. I was oh, coughing. I could not start coughing. This is back in February. This is coronavirus, and it's just in China. Man, that shit was here. This the bullshit. Check this out. So, I had the flu. On uh, I got sick on, I guess, a Friday night. Uh, Monday, I went to the doctor, gave me a shot and some pills. And they said it was a flu. They said it was. Whatever. Okay, so... Uh, that Monday, started feeling a little better. Started coughing, right? That cough mm-hmm. lasted for two weeks straight. It was a cough. 
just lasted. I broke my fever finally. I could not break my fever to save my damn life. So from there, I was like, okay, well, maybe this is part of the flu. And they gave me some cough medicine. Well, you might cough a little bit. Man, they went a little bit, nigga. I couldn't laugh. I was like, man, what you said? <laughs> <laughs> like, I would fucking cough up a fucking, it wasn't no fucking regular, just cough. Like, it was some weird shit. I look, this the bullshit. I go to Mardi Gras that weekend. Nigga, I was in Mardi Gras. <laughs> and and, and if we get back. Way to, recover. Man, Mardi Gras was was live and in action. I was down there, had a good time around mm-hmm. a lot of people. I almost got in a fight with a couple because we stood in a spot. If you if you never been to fucking Mardi Gras, you want to get the beads. The beads is worth money. Mm-hmm. They're not. Motherfuckers lose their mind, though. Man, we left, and the fucking bottom fell out for coronavirus. Coronavirus was like a fucking tidal wave of shit after that. Like, it was all yeah. over the fucking place. And uh, I was like, well, damn. And, and um, there was a lot of cases. That was the first place in the South that just, just went, like, haywire with cases. Because of Mardi Gras, mm-hmm. and I think it was there before then. I mean, before then, you had the national championship. I think it was just as many people down there for the national championship as it was for the being Mardi Gras. I went to both, and uh, it was it was oh, yeah yeah it, it was That's a lot fun. of people in one place. Man, it was it was ridiculous. That was a fucking spreading uh, incubator right there. Of just you know, we're gonna bring if you want to drop a bomb somewhere, you drop it in New Orleans, nigga. Motherfuckers go on with this shit. It was crazy, man. And I was like, man, we were just fucking down there. We were just down there. My immune system when I was down there was fucking compromised because I was down there still coughing. My lungs weren't right. Another interesting story, though. I have a, I have a guy who had this shit, one of my workers, one of my guys reports to me. And uh, I, I kept hearing about people whose lungs never got back right, regardless if they had... If they were uh, asymptomatic or not, they you know they never feel bad, but they go work out and they never their lungs are not right where they were. I'm saying I'll just say to anybody listening, fucking, you want to say coronavirus in real? Hey, yeah, there's motherfuckers out here. I know people that die from it, and I got people who are fucking saying their their lungs are like. They feel damaged. Non-smokers feel like they've been smoking. They go out, well, huh? I'm over the flu now. I'm over coronavirus. I'm going to work out. And they're breathing like a damn person that smoke a pack a day. You know, so. <laughs> hey, real shit, man. <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, man, why are these guys feeling? I, I, I decided to ask them about it. Hey, man, how y'all feeling? Y'all good? And they just let me know. Like, one of them was fine. Like, he lost his uh, taste. Uh, not sense of taste. He lost his taste. Other than that, he was fine. The other one didn't lose shit. He had like a little fever for a day or two, and it was gone. But he said when it was all said and done, he he couldn't walk up with them some damn steps. And he's like fucking lungs. It's like he just they, they they feel like fucked up or some shit. Like he hadn't worked out in forever. <laughs> it's crazy, man. But say I have to say this: Am I gonna get the damn vaccination? Ah oh, man, I'm to the point right now that made me get it. I go get it. I ain't gonna fight him over it. And mm-hmm. it's not above the government to say this is uh, has to be done. They did it for uh, smallpox and polio. It was mandated. Like uh, our parents, if you have a if you have a parent that's in their sixties or older, they had to get the damn 
uh, I guess it was smallpox. They had to get the shots. And I say shots. It was one cylinder with three needles in it. And everybody had a scar from that shit on their arm. And it lasts for years and years and years. You ask your... Where's where's that? You say say it again. Where's it that? This was uh, smallpox. Is it, oh, is this is a smallpox or polio. It was one of those. I can't remember yeah, which one it was. Yeah, yeah, I think it's polio. If you go to Mexico right now, at least ninety percent of the girls, women, have a shot uh, on their left arm, a hole in the arm. It was a shot when it was a baby. Yep, yep. There it is. That's what it looks like. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people in their sixties, uh, baby boomers have them. A lot of baby boomers have them. That's what that's who that's what would happen. And uh. Yeah, and it was you had no choice. You had to get the shit, and I get it. I mean, that's some shit. That shit they had back then. I mean, if you ask me, I'm sorry, it's worse than fucking coronavirus. That shit was worse back then. That was some other shit. I mean, it could uh, some of that shit didn't kill you. It just fucked you up for the rest of your life. <laughs> it's like fuck. Here, you, I'm, you, I'm, got, I'm, you didn't have the uh, we didn't have the the technology we have now to to combat that stuff. But yeah. yeah. And so, am I gonna get it if it's mandated? Cause I think I've had it. I think I've probably had it several times at this point. Cause I'm I'm back at work, which is weird. It's another weird story. Real quick, Dex. I'm sorry. I keep talking about this shit. I have to say, but I was listening to Sway in the morning. Uh, it's about a month ago, and Sway, I guess, and some of the other co-hosts on the show have finally come out of um, quarantine, and they, Sway had a party. Sway was like, I'm gonna have a party. Invited just a few people over, like three or four people. And everybody's sitting across the room from each other, just kind of like, kind of weird. I heard them talking about this. I'm like, I was like, oh, that's weird. Then I'm thinking about, it. hold on. I'm back. I've been back at work since fucking the end of May. There's people who have not been back to work yet. I was like, wow. That fucked with me a little bit. I was like, well, shit, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> These motherfuckers, back. I'm making some damn vehicles, and these motherfuckers are still at the fucking house, being weird when people come over. <laughs> I just thought it was weird, but go ahead. What are you about to say? I'm about to say nothing, brother. You got it. Okay. Been <laughs> about your Corona uh, experience. Yeah, yeah, that's mine, man. I mean, shit, I'm part of the damn regular workforce, and uh, and I will say this. Um, at my where I work at, I say we build cars. I'm not trying to name 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 a company, but if you know me, know my name, you know I work. But uh, there has been no cases that have been, far as I know, far as I know, nobody has gotten it from somebody at work. People who who are getting it in workplaces a lot of time, not just my place, any place, are getting it from family members or people that have been around in close in close quarters with. We have a hundred percent mask on policy, cleaning, a lot of other cleaning going on, cleaning workstation. It works in this close environment of a lot of damn people. And then put you in the mind frame, there's good thousands, thousands and thousands of one people and people in work in one place. And it's not an outbreak inside for a reason. It it works. Like it's you do what you're supposed to do, come to work, go home. Good. It's it's you know, both with the president talking about everybody else. It's a real thing to sit here and say, uh, 
I don't want to wear a mask. Okay, you a part of the damn problem. Where where the fucking mask? Where the fucking mask? No outbreaks for real. It's all been uh, it's all been a. It, when folks have gotten it, you always hear later on you meet them somewhere. Oh yeah, I got it from my mom, my aunt, my cousin, my girlfriend, my boyfriend, whatever it may be. Again, people outside the damn plant it ain't getting it work though. It's the fucking crazy part about it. So. Of course, you know, you have an NBA bubble where you can't get out. If you can't get out, you're not going to come in either. What you think about that bubble, man? I thought it was a great concept, man. I know it was all about money and revenue. Yeah. That's what I thought it was about. Uh, losing losing uh, sponsorships and contractual agreements you uh, you have with your, with your partners. And that's the only way to make it happen. You got you to gotta work. Why didn't yeah, the NFL do it? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question because I don't know how they're monitoring what they're doing. Like you have cases pop up. Cam got COVID for a second. You know, half the damn Tennessee Titans team had COVID. You know, just open workouts and shit. Yeah. I don't really know how 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 they're managing this shit, uh, brother. Honestly, because yeah. I feel like it's so arbitrary. They just show you shit you can you can't do. You say I can go into a store and congregate, talk to folks. You want me to be six feet, but I don't have to be six feet. I wear a mask. Yeah. I can't come in if I don't have a mask on. If I have a mask on, I can pretty much be backlist anywhere I want to. You know what's weird about I, it? I, I do what I got to do and keep, keep, keep moving. Them, um, I read an article about uh, creating a bubble and people going crazy. I'm like, how the fuck are these dudes going to go crazy? You got all these teams inside the bubble. They're free to hang out with each other, right? There's no like... Right. They, it's just it was a rule. Once you come in, you cannot leave. That go for cameramen, coaches, uh, referees. Anybody's in that bubble. Anybody they they, they, they yeah. did not leave, and they said they'll be lonely. What the fuck? They had bars. They had food. They had everything that you want. The people that worked the events with them were not leaving. Everybody was in this bubble and was not leaving for a set amount of time, and they knew they were not leaving for a set amount of time. It was genius, if you ask me. And and part of it comes back to being that the NBA is run by the damn players. The NFL is run by the damn teams. The players run this shit, and they I'm pretty sure they had to sign off on this shit. It may have been a damn big-ass vote. Like, who wants to do this? No, but, I mean, it worked. It worked. Yeah, I, I didn't see no problem with it. And I, I didn't understand the bubble at first. I'm on night shift, so I, a lot of stuff I miss out on. So I had to do back research when it's all said and done. And once I got dived into a real house, that was a genius. That was a genius. I mean, Disney was there to say, hey, we got room. And, and you can do the same thing with the NFL. You know, it's not it's not hard. I mean, it, you just got to say, this is a rules and stick to the motherfuckers, man. Uh, let me uh, I'm gonna pause real quick. All right, we're back with it. So, JSU lost another great uh, WC Gordon man. He's uh, probably one of the winningest uh, coaches in SWAC history, JSU history. Uh, just give y'all a quick rundown of the stats, real quick. Uh, 119 wins, 48 losses, man. Eight SWAC championships. Dexter had a real Jerk ass com- uh, com- uh, question. What was your question, Dexter? I was just asking, so how many do we have right now? How many do we have right now? Yeah, I think it's still late. But that's okay, man. 
I mean, he was the coach during the uh, Walter Payton sweeps ever, man. And a lot of a lot of players who left the swag and went pro came from Jackson State, came from him and his tutelage. Real good guy, man. Real good guy. I was saying my family, some uh, my grandmother knew his uh, uh, his wife or his wife's sister. It was something. It was she. She knew the family. Uh, um, WC himself was, was from Memphis, though. So he was down here by way of Memphis. Everybody from Memphis and Chicago, they fucking live in Jackson, man. So they got some people. They got family in both places. Straight up fifty five. <laughs> Straight up fifty five, man. Um. Interesting fact, though. So, let's roll forward to this Deion Sanders sweetness, not sweetness. Fucking prime time is is, is the coach, Coach Prime. Have you seen what is happening lately, Dexter? About the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About the uh, lawsuits, no, lawsuit, the, about the, uh, the probation, sanctions, and regulations. Here? Yes, this is it, it, it's stuff that was a problem a long time ago, but because. Jackson State is a swag school, and it's not it's not in the news. Nobody cares. Now it's a thing. But let's talk about what's really happening, though. He's getting recruits, top recruits. And as much as I love the SEC, SEC is ran by people who want to keep that money in the SEC. But there's key talent. That is coming to Jackson State right now that would otherwise be in the SEC and they know this. So now they're going to throw the book at the school to see if they are in compliance with the NCAA regulations. And it's funny that it's like that. When I was running track at Jackson State, uh, this is literally, I should have had one year of eligibility left. And I think if I was at any other school, I probably would be able to run. But because they say, "Well, this is actually your the end of towards the end of your you know eligibility," which is funny because track goes through the summer. So if you graduate in in May, you still you're still running like in July. So technically, your uh-huh. is, your eligibility runs through the damn summer with track. Is is the, the season's different? But they told me I ain't had none. My fourth year of college now. My fourth year of college. If I had been anywhere else, or been, I mean, hey, hey, you know, maybe been somebody, so I want nobody. But it just seems like when it comes to swag schools, man, it's you know they they throw the book at them, man. You know, people who are just trying to even just better themselves and that them swag period, and and don't let us get in the damn news. You then you're Deion Sanders and you're inheriting the bullshit that was already there, and not the NCAA want to bring it up. It's crazy to me, man. Yeah, it's crazy. But if, if Dion is who he portrays to be and who we hope he, he is, he should be prepared for this. Like, why would you come into a school thinking that – why would you come into a historically losing program? It's not knocking against you. I'm keeping it 100. A historically losing program, as all HBCUs are, and think that you can bug the system and take – Take uh, Derrick Henry from Alabama, or take Cam Newton from Auburn, or take uh, Marcus Mariota from Oregon. That won't happen. It's like being a drug game. You think because you, you a new drug dealer, you think I'm gonna let you get on my corner? Nigga, I make money here. My livelihood is here. Just because you live here now, you think I'm gonna let you say, "Oh, my price is better." Y'all come shout at me. No, it's gonna be some consequences, repercussions. If you ain't prepared for it, you gonna die early, or, or you gonna quit. Or you're gonna be prepared for the bullshit. It's a part of it. 
So, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. If he is we think he's like, like I said, it it cannot it's not gonna be easy. And that the only the only bad problem, only tough problem is gonna be getting recruits. No, it's gonna be you have to deal with recruiting against the SEC, ACC, and all kinds of like with the NCAA seeing a HBCU in a bowl game. You know, say a real bowl game, not no no offense to the celebration. Oh, you bowl. ain't lying, boy. The money. You know what I'm saying you could you imagine JSU being in the national championship playoffs. I, love it. I would love to see it, though. I would love to see it. Hey, look, but you know what they're not doing, though? They're not looking at the stats up front right now. So they're looking at just based off bias. The stats say right now, they look at, is your stadium sold out already? Ask me, is Jackson State Stadium sold out already? 60,000 people can go there. It's sold out. Season tickets are gone. The fucking For next season, like, this shit's gone. Like, it should be. 60,000 people are going to be at these damn games. We have not had 60,000 people at a game since the 80s. I mean, and you you mean to tell me that you worried? You want to block us? You want to go ahead and still take that money? Like, this is this is the biggest thing in college football. It's the biggest thing right now. Yeah, we got fucking SEC. It's the best conference in damn all NCAA. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a fan. But... You got the biggest thing happening right now. But you really want to start with this bullshit, man. But I mean, I get it, though. I get it. But that's what I said. I think what you just said, I get what you're saying, but you sound no different than the black man or woman who makes it out the hood and then becomes, you know, some... Some uh, ends having a great career, like some executive, or they become a high power attorney or something, right, and all right. of a sudden they think they're gonna get pulled over, or they all, you know, all of a sudden think, you know, that they they namesake or their credentials gonna get them get them through the through the system. You know what I'm saying? They forget you still a nigga. No, no, you ain't. You, you black still. You feel what I'm saying? Like, right, yeah, it's, right, yeah, right. it's great for college football, but it's a black person. In power, who's doing this? So white people will sacrifice the, the greater good as long as a nigga ain't doing it, ain't leading it. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I just, it's weird, but that's 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 that racial tension that's always been there. Yeah, right, I don't right. see it going nowhere no time. So as long as they're the ones, the powers that be, I don't see it going nowhere no time. So yeah, man, it is what it is. Man. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, this it's just my opinion. Uh, uh, I can't think of the last time I saw a school going probation for something like this, but it happens. I can remember. Um, do you remember when I went to uh, John Calipari's uh, basketball camp in Memphis? Uh huh. And uh, <laughs> he got in trouble for. Uh, um, I, I think somebody. I can't remember who the damn star player was. Motherfucking NBA now, but he had. Well, no, he's not. Anything he retired. I can't remember who the fuck it was. Dude, we had a Hummer though. Okay. <laughs> I think you talking about uh, Pride DeJuan Wagner. It may have been in Memphis, a, Memphis State. Yeah, he, he was. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was. Um, he uh, fuck. he he got drafted in like two thousand three, two thousand four. Yeah. Maybe two thousand two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I know. Yeah, he uh, was this shit. And I can look at that and uh, say, Warren you know Wagner. what? They they came after Calipari about that shit, and I was like, looking back on, I'm like, okay. Man, now I'm looking like, well, okay, so they actually do hold up to this shit. So maybe they just hold. I want to say 
that they hold to their standard. No, but they're coming out the Jackson State and Coach Prime regime right now on past things. And now we're on probation. Hey, tell me this, though. You know more about this probably than I do. Hey, I just got your picture, man. You look like you're in the damn studio. Oh, my God. <laughs> this looks like a damn professional. <laughs> you look good. <laughs> All right. But um, so does this mean if we can't participate in a, a championship game or it's just we're on probation? Don't do shit wrong from here. Uh, it depends on what, what the uh, what the guys are of the um of the probation. Okay, yeah, I don't I, know. I haven't read the document. I hadn't either. I was just curious. I thought you maybe. And, and, I, and, they, and honestly, it probably is nothing right now. I think because usually when it is, they they hand they give you the results of it. Like right now, they probably I think they're just making the announcement. Hey, Jack State violates some rules just for for media. It's a process, you know, for, yeah, for yeah. buzz, which which it calls. And after that, they will get the real information. After that, they don't give give you the here the like the results of it. So it's a process, but the media is making money by getting eyeballs on it, getting us talking about it, you know, getting us hyped up. Like what we're doing now. So no, I don't think no results have been given out just yet. Yeah, you know, you gotta give them a chance to kind of defend themselves and you know and, and and determine what the punishment should be. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Hey, uh, nigga, did you say bowl game? No, I didn't say bowl game. I, mean, I, I just said like uh, just championship games. Oh. Period. Yeah. Oh, so you, you know, you're talking about Jack Shut the fuck up, man. We have a bowl game. <laughs> we have a bowl game. It's just not as popular as everybody else's, but we have a bowl game. Damn it. Oh, man. And look, you were worried about us going over hour hour. We in a game now. Uh, I want to talk about something else, man. Uh, I sent you this uh, about this. Uh, uh, it was weird, nigga, because it was. I know his car probably left film. He's like, "What is nigga talking about?" But uh, this Nicholas Cage uh, interview with Marilyn Manson. And for all I don't know, and most of you probably don't know. I don't know. I don't. I didn't either. I heard it on the podcast. On um, the podcast, but uh, and um, it's just dealing with money. I want to put a quote out there. It's not really a quote, but money isn't everything. This is a prime example of it. Uh, so basically, I'm gonna read this out real quick. Uh, this is Nicholas Cage giving a uh, a story, a real quick story, a couple of lines. To Marilyn Manson, who was like a close friend of his, and uh, and no shit, no Marilyn Manson, man. I was watching a lot of his interviews, and he would outclass a lot of damn interviewers. Motherfucker ain't dumb. It's it's all fucking entertainment, like Dexter always says. It's, no, it's, 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 it's like all Bobby Brown. Like I don't think Bobby Brown is bad as person. He he wanted to believe he is. Right. So anyway, uh, so this is basically Nicholas Cage has you know, has gambled before, and like most of us have. Favorite Nicholas Cage movie. Uh, my favorite one. Uh, going to sixty seconds, man. It's easy. <laughs> Illinois. I think mine is too. Nineteen sixty-seven. Mine is too. Yeah. Ford Mustang, Chevy Mustang. Yeah. Uh. Favorite favorite movie for Nicholas Cage period. Uh hell out of my favorite people in there. Hey, Ving Rhames, Nicholas Cage, right. uh Angelina Jolie, and uh a comedian. I can't remember his fucking name. He was in there too. 
And, Matt uh, P was in that motherfucker. Matt P was in that motherfucker too. They well, uh, they better than that. No one damn better. It was Matt P. Hey, it's it's it's, 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 it's it was. He had died off by then, probably. But good you movie. Huh? Don't well, you know what? Yeah, I'm thinking about Black Snake Moan. Dave Banner was in Black Snake Moan. Sorry. But uh, that was a really good movie. And I've watched the original and I watched that one. The original is very interesting. Pretty much same premise. Story is a little, little different. Same premise. They uh, had the, uh, uh, had Eleanor 1967 Chevy GT500 was a, the move was two hours long even then. But an hour was story. The last hour of that damn move, at least 45 minutes, was that fucking car chase. The car chase in the new movie was dumbed down by about 15, 20 minutes. That fucking car was a raggedy piece of shit at the end of that damn original movie. It's, it's, it's interesting. Anyway, back on topic. Dexter, don't be, stop fucking getting me talking about other shit, man. All right. Nicholas so Cage. Platform, oh, yeah, you know, man, it's all good. Okay, so this is the uh, interview. This is uh, basically him talking about the time he won a lot of money and uh, what he did with it. And it, it was it's very interesting. I promise if you listen to this right now, this is podcast is going to grab you a little bit. All right, so listen. So in 20 minutes, I turned $200 into $20,000. So I went and found an orphanage in the Bahamas. And I'm going to pause here. He was in the Bahamas gambling. Straight up. That's where he was. Uh, this is I think it was in between movies or some shit. This is where he was, or he was out there filming a movie. All right. So I was in the Bahamas. I met all the kids and the headmaster. And I met the headmaster and said, "This is for you." I put twenty grand in her hand, walked away, and never gambled again because if I did, it would ruin the power of that moment. I thought that shit was very powerful, and they were talking about gambling. They were, that's what they were talking about. And I think Marilyn Manson had asked him when the last time he gambled. This was a long time ago. This is literally for, and this is a, if you Google this, uh, this story, it was from the 23rd of October. They were talking, it was like some kind of live podcast event. And literally he turned $200 and $20,000 and he said, fuck it. And you, I will never do this again. And the people listening to this, I'm pretty sure you're like, man, fuck that shit. I would have kept my damn 20 grand. I got shit to do. Yeah, that's uh, that's small time for somebody like him, though, man. But if you look at it from a different standpoint, money isn't every fucking thing, man. It, it, for him, it was like, oh, I had a victory here. I want to hold on to this victory and not fuck it up. And he's able to actually take that and say, okay, here, here's some money. Please take this. So I won't, because <laughs> as I think, a real gambler is like, man, I want to take this money and double it. Yeah, he, it that wasn't his mindset at that, at that moment. I want to take this money and give it away, and that'll be my end. I, I, and I, I think of uh, that, that mindset was spread across a lot of people that gamble a lot. There might be a lot of different gambling going on right now, but that's not that's not how gambling works. He's a fucking one in a million type motherfucker when it comes to saying, I'm gonna take twenty thousand dollars and just give it away. You know. How many of us have taken two hundred dollars? Hell, when I go to the casino, I take twenty bucks. I turn it into a hundred bucks and I'm saying, I'm done. <laughs> 
for the same reason he did. I don't want to ruin this moment. I'm gonna. I'm. It put me on cloud nine. He turned two hundred dollars into twenty thousand dollars. There's some people out out there right now listening to this right now. And they're saying, "Man, that would set me right." And there's some people out there right now. They're saying, "Like shit, I can, I can, shit, I can go to the damn sport table now and yeah. fucking put that shit on fucking game tomorrow Sunday coming up." <laughs> yeah, that take, take a lot. That take a lot of willpower, self assurance, in my opinion, for him to be not not get the money. Because I did the same thing. I can see that that happen, but. To quit and not gamble again, I think that's more difficult than actually giving the money away. Because that's a itch. Like a lot, a lot of folks that, well, especially a lot of competitive people, we we love, we hate to lose more than we like winning. Like the wins are great, but they don't last as long as the losses do. Is that yeah, making yeah. sense? Yeah, make you, know, you, you lose, you, 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 yeah, you constantly think about, damn, I should have did this, I should have did that, what about that? Nah. I just know from my experience, like I'm not a gambler. But I, I'll compete in some shit. And if I did gamble, like really gamble, like I could I could win that money. I was like, shit, I can get 40000 You know what I'm saying? I lose all my shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, I don't see, well, I'll see myself not gambling again. Yeah. Maybe I, I'll not gamble that night. I, I'll probably have to get it again. Like, shit, I, I can double. I, 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 that's just shit. You know? I think it'll be, yeah, much, I I think lose, it'll be like, much worse shit. for you. I think it'll be much worse for you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get dick that shit. I think yeah. Kudos, no, like I said, to, to Nick, man, because that that take a lot of me that willpower. But like you know what, I was really good at this. I'm gonna stop doing it. Yeah, I mean, I, mean I was really good. And so, and the story goes on to say, uh, you know, uh, black uh, was it black? No, Russian roulette was his game. And yeah, look, I'm an idiot. That this, this motherfucking shit is uh, I read it. I pulled a quote out and put it in my damn outline. There's more to the story. Uh, is it a roulette or blackjack? I think it was blackjack. I'm not black, I think it was roulette because he turned he turned around real quick. Had him in roulette. Uh, it was roulette, blackjack. You gotta unless you put a lot of money down. You gotta uh, you gotta got down. You win a lot of games. The roulette, yeah. you can win a lot at one time because so many yeah. so many odds. Yeah. So he did roulette and won that twenty thousand dollars. But uh, I don't know, man. I, yeah, shit. If I won, I I don't know how long he played to get twenty grand off that two hundred. Because you can't, uh, I think right, the way roulette is set up, you're not going to win twenty grand off two hundred bucks. So he had to he had to keep hitting a lot back to back to get twenty grand. If I would have won the first damn time off the two hundred bucks, I would have went home. I would have went home with uh, I, I don't know what the odds are and how you supposed to win. But if it's a two hundred dollars turning to five, all right, I'm done. I I may would have pulled twenty out there and did it again. And it would have been over, like nigga. I do not gamble, man. I'm terrible at this shit. I got partners to gamble and win all this damn money, but they never talk about what they lose. They never talk about what they lose, man. Mm-hmm. But um, never talk about the losses, man. Yeah, I don't know, Dexter. With you, I think you would probably be. I know. I heard what you said. I. I I don't know. You're more of a risk taker than I am. I think you might keep going. You haven't seen it in your hand yet. That's what I said. Oh, okay. Just, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. I was, that's what I was I would keep going. I was saying kudos. I think that's the hardest part. <laughs> the most difficult part is, is the fact that he, he shut it down. That takes a lot of willpower and self-control. I was to myself it like, does. shit. 
don't know. Uh, man, I can like, he literally made two grand gate. That's how I can sell a movie scene, bro. <laughs> I won 20 bands. Fuck this shit. And gave it to some home type of poor people, man. Well, an orphanage. And then said, I'd never do it again. Yeah, that's a movie script. <laughs> that's what's up, Where's the movie? I mean, he actually, yeah, that's exactly. it. Right, yeah, that's, we're gonna see about that is. So, hey, somebody gonna bite that shit. Watch. That's gonna be ended up into a really dope action movie. Watch. Hey, you know what? I was a gambler. I believe him though. There's a movie called a gambler, I think. But I believe him though. For this simple fact. Yeah. And, and agree with me or disagree with me. Nicholas Cage is the blacks. He's the white Samuel L. Jackson when it comes to making movies. I'm not talking about vernacular speaking, but when the movies they make. They make a lot of movies. Samuel Jackson has made like two or three hundred movies, man. There's people with Oscars who've made less. Nicholas Cage falls in that same category. He will just make a movie because it's 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 a movie. Like, oh, okay, I'll do it. Yeah, oh, yeah. come on, bring it oh, up. Yeah, he got some hits. He got he got some. He got some, bu- he, he some, got some bullshit out there. Boy, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's getting my paycheck. I mean, he works. He works. That's what it is. It works. It's like. Yeah. Oh, what is it? I like it. All right, cool. Let's do it. And then, I mean, some of the movies been really good. Some of them been just been box office bombs. His uh, his action movies right. are over time have been uh, lackluster versus Ooh. some of his uh, rom coms. Bro, what's up? Cut you off. Which yeah. my favorite Nicholas Cage movie? I knew it was one that I enjoyed. I'm a this right here. If if um if Gone Sixty Seconds is is a one A. One B would be Con Air. Oh, I love Con Air. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Could you hear That's that? Shit, you heard that? Yeah, I heard that. One. Okay, uh, I a, heard young, that one. a young Dave Chappelle was in that bitch and everything. Yeah, man. Followed, uh, There's a lot of people in there. Gasoline. A lot of people. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, Cyrus. Uh, played John Malkovich was a, was a bad guy. Con Air was really good, man. Um, yeah, Bubba Gump was a. Uh, <laughs> I forgot the actor's name. Was a uh, Nick's best friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bubba Gump, like John Cusack was in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah man, that, that. man, you put one on my mind, then, homie. <laughs> you put one on mm-hmm. my mind. Yeah. I learned about Carson City. Carson City. Carson City, man. There's a lot of random fucking towns in damn Nevada. I had an um, interview over the phone with Tesla, and it was um, right outside of Reno. What was it? Sparks, Nevada. Man, Nevada's expensive for it to be rural, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Sparks City, Nevada is the home of the Tesla Giga plant. This out west, they have two of them. One is in New York, one is in uh, Nevada, and it's newer. They, it's the Giga plant is where they build batteries, lots of batteries for the cars. I was mm-hmm. like, Sparks, Nevada. I'm gonna give you a uh, um, a location. Sparks, Nevada is like thirty or forty minutes away from Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe. You know Lake Tahoe, right? Yeah, it's in North uh, Nevada. Yeah, it's like it's a tourist destination, basically. Mm-hmm. Sparks yeah. is right. Like, there's people if they can afford, they have houses in 
Spark uh, uh, Lake Tahoe, and they drive to book, book and work every day. The uh, Sparks. It was interesting. Uh, I didn't get an in person interview, but yeah, I'm not mad. I didn't fucking. They, they lost, boy. They lost. Yeah, it's they lost, man. Hey, look, man, I'm a try and true nigga. I'm out here. I've been out here, dog. God damn it. Anyway. Try and true, nigga. <laughs> tell them what? Tell them. Set it long, set it wrong, nigga. Hey. But, uh. You better catch his wave before it's gone. Yeah, catch his wave, man. What, what, uh, what Toby said? Hope you catch your wave. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shit. It's for the Nabby heads in heaven. But the Nabby had Christ by their side. Yeah. All right, boy. Are we getting to the what else end? you got, bro? Right. Uh, let me see. Um, so I wanted to. Uh, I brought Nick's case thing to segue on in the, into this uh, Gary B conversation with Matthew, uh, Matthew McConaughey, and uh, this business and talking about uh, you know, you no, know, just about money, man. We talk about money, talk about making money, how we gonna do it, and uh, it's not always about it. And uh, right, uh, I, I'm gonna I'm repost this again. I've been reposting it a couple of times on the uh, on the Good Guys podcast. Web uh Instagram page. And uh Yo, what the fuck is he talking about, bro? All I'm hearing is blah 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 waves, 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 catch his hands, nigga, that's nigga, 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 nigga. Catch these waves, blah blah blah. Like Oh, so <laughs> he said waves, waves and waves. Yeah. Uh we've been off for like an hour and a half at this point. He he missed the whole conversation. Uh I was the waves part I was talking about, Toby. But <laughs> as an artist named Toby, Wait, go ahead, Dexter. What you want to say? Yeah, but now I was gonna say with some of my money and everything, man. I give you an example for this week. I'm having time to explain and kind of show my mom that way too in this whole real estate game, bro. Um, so we had a situation apparently last couple of weeks. You know, we were trying to we were going through different subcontractors trying to get this house uh, going done so we get the uh, get the the new renters in, and so we were dealing with shitty. Incompetent folks and a couple people from working, they ain't been getting paid because the work is shitty. If you know anything about contract work, you know you can't. If you got a small budget, I can't just because I say I give you hundred dollars to do a project. If you do the project in, uh, inaccurately, I can't give you the whole draw of the money because I got to go back and fix this shit. I got to go find somebody else to fix this shit. And I pay them, so I'm not paying you for some uh, subpar work. You feel me? And so this one chick guy, I guess apparently they complained about his money and shit. He ain't got paid. He worked 17 hours and seven terms. And so he goes to the house and have a whole little drone argument and shit with my, my main contractor and with my mom. And I'm the hear the conversation. Then he calls me and we have a whole conversation. Of course, true, true. He's, he's belligerent and shit. So I'm like, well, what's old to you? Because I don't think he, I know. I own this home, you know, so I'm a business owner. This guy just does work, you know, he's a laborer. So he don't under, he don't understand what I understand. He don't see the bigger picture. He don't realize that I don't want to pay him for shitty work and I gotta find somebody else to fix the shit that he fucked up. You feel me? So I'm not about to argue with this guy. I asked him what no, what he what did he get paid? What what was what was he owed? What was the requirements? Yeah, I told him to send it to him, text it to me. He tell me what it is. It comes out to be two hundred and fifty five dollars. I asked him we got cash out. He says he has cash out. I cash up him the money. I, I said, so we square, right? He said, yes, sir, we square. He tries to go to the whole destination of why he wanted, da, 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 da. I don't want to hear none of that shit. I don't give a fuck. I never work with him. And he'll never work on another project for me again. Yeah, fucking when you He burnt that bridge. You know, but my mom thing is, why'd you pay him? You know, he disrespecting us. He didn't really do a good job. He's that third. 
had to explain to him, you know, we own several properties. This man knows what we lit, know, knows our pro- property. You know, I said what we got going on. That's one thing. I'm 500 miles away. Even if I whoop his ass, I can't whoop his ass. You there? You being my mom, you there? My contract is there. My family, like my people are there. The only people who are going to suffer are y'all. Like, I can talk all shit I want on this phone. What they going to do? Y'all going to be the one that suffers. Why would I put y'all in that position? You know what I'm saying? Over right, right, right. It ain't worth it. And, you know, I get what she's saying, but she don't understand the bigger picture. You know, it ain't about the money. The whole point of saying it is not about the money. The money's going to come. Like, I'm, I'm not hurting for 255 fucking dollars. I'm gonna be hurting. Shit, you know, nigga, I am shit. I'm hurting, but but if you, I'm gonna be hurting if he do something to my mom. If he yeah. do something to my yeah, contract, true that, true that, true that. Now, yeah, this this guy should never come to my house again. If he comes back, then we get the laws involved. You know what I'm saying? It's ways right. to handle it. It ain't all rah 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 rah. It ain't always you know. Well, I ain't giving this and this and that third nigga. Assess the situation and be a leader. What's the best outcome? What's the worst and best case case scenario? You know what I'm saying? Before you just say I'm gonna do this and do that. It probably ain't the best route for you. Right, right. So. Hey, nigga. So I don't know if you heard it. Uh, I had we had the people uh, chime in, and uh, I think you answered one person's question. But we got another question right now. I'm gonna go and play it right now. I don't know if you're gonna hear it, but I'm gonna go ahead and play it. I'm gonna I'll let you know what it says. What was the job, bro? What was the job? Did you hear that? Are oh, you talking to me? Yeah. Did, did you hear it? Oh, was, um, it was a job. Yeah, real estate investment. The job. Uh, the guy. He was uh, basically. Laying out some floors, he was uh, changing out some bricks on the outside exterior of the house, and he did a shitty job of it. Shitty job of it. But he's been working. He had worked there all week, like for the majority of the week. He's moving really slow and not giving us the uh, quality work that we were looking for. And we we're at the back end of the draw of the money of the budget, so money's kind of tight. And I feel where my contracts are coming from. He think about my best interest. Well, you know, I don't want to have these people pay for some for shitty work. So I'm not paying this guy for this bullshit, you know. So I dig why he didn't get paid, but at the end of the day, me being a leader and being the, the where the bug stops, I got to make a decision. Is my is my property worth more than fifty five fucking dollars? You know, to be done with this situation. Now this ain't on on no extortion shit. So don't get it twisted now. Thinking I'm just giving folks money. Like I said before, I should never have to operate deal with this guy again. If I do. Then we get the laws involved. Then it can get some physical shit. You know what I'm saying? It can be some consequences to it. But right now, when it's just business, talking business, oh, they can get $255. Maybe it is what it is. You know? That's what's up, man. Yeah, I mean, this ain't the first time you gave me a story like that about that, though, man. Uh, again, you're the guy for it. I couldn't deal with that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you're not the only one though, Kenneth. If a few people can't deal with it, and I, like I said, I take that as a as a, as a challenge, man. As a uh, yeah, as a challenge, it's something for me to overcome. And I, you know me, I like I I I love being there for my people. And I told you before, first couple episodes, I want all of us to get into the real estate game, some kind of way. Not be real estate agents, but own property, own real estate. You know what I'm saying? Get this passive income, this, this mailbox money. But I know there's no way. Everyone's gonna stick if they gotta deal with the same shit I'm dealing with. So I'm gonna deal with it now. So when it come around, if I say, Kenny, this is what we're doing, bro. I What's that? Give it, me ten grand for this right here. A lot of times, back. you ain't gonna have to deal with this shit because <laughs> uh, it's gonna come back. A lot of times, people need groundwork. If the groundwork is laid out mm-hmm. and it's put in a place where they can just do it and go on by the day, uh, I'll give you an example. Like we got a podcast. Anchor is laid out. Nigga, all we gotta do is record it and post it, and they do it. They do the rest. The groundwork is there. 
And that's what you're doing. Yes, and that's what you're doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so, hey, yes, look. Sir. And I'm not doing just just I love that. I'm doing it also because I know if I got the means and got the understanding, I got the authority on it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I, can, I can work it that way. Dang. Right, check it out. We got another question. Hold on. Oh, fuck Yeah, bro. Uh, I understand what you're saying, bro. Yeah. On my street, if, it, if you come back, it, it's either to throw hands or you get five seconds to get the fuck off the street. But uh, there's no law. We don't believe in that shit. Uh, <clears throat> also, $255. Oh, yeah, my pocket's going to be hurting, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, but I, I understand exactly what you're saying, bro. And I appreciate him, you know, listening to us chiming in, man. It, 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 it's, uh, it's a suck. Definitely appreciate that. But at a certain age, man, you know, I'm 34 years old. You can't you can't handle situations at 35 as you had them when you was 18 or when you was 25. You know, you got you to be some kind of maturity in it. You got to be some kind, some kind of, uh, you, had to, you would have had to learn something. You feel what I'm saying? If, if not, you pretty much wasted 10 to 15 years of your life. Like, I used to fight all the time, too. You know what I'm saying? You talk shit all the time, too. But I know I got more to lose now. Like, I don't just have, like I said before, I was just had $255 to lose. I got a wife. I got a mother. I got a family. I got assets now. I got business programs. You know what I'm saying? I got partners that just involved with me. You know what I'm saying? This ain't just a few dollars. There's more to it than just that. So I got I to gotta think for more than just myself. I, gotta, I can't just react. I got to be proactive. Like I told you before, we mentioned about Jackson State. Like, Dion is accepting this job. He got to understand that you at HBCU. You ain't at uh, um, Florida State. You ain't at Alabama. This shit, they're going to come with this. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going to get the funding you want. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going to get the treatment you, you've been used to. And no private jets coming to uh, to Lynch Street. You feel me? So if you, ain't, if you ain't ready for that shit, then you need to go somewhere else and be an assistant coach. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it ain't for everybody. It, it ain't for it's everybody, not, bro. But, 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 but. But but the the um when you do it the right way, the reward is amazing because you get everything. It's just like Nip Hustle, man. Like you said, if you're doing everything yourself, if you if you controlling everything, you structuring everything, you gonna get all the money. You ain't gonna have to share none of the money. You can share, but you're saying you 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 dictate where the money goes, as opposed to somebody telling you where your money gonna go. I, I like uh, the the latter part. I like being able to say, hey, I pay Kenny to do this right here. No, no, um, Apple, you ain't got to do this. My partner do this. Just give me my check. Just give me my money. I can take care of all this. All I need you to do is give me the distribution. You know what I'm saying? Get it out there. Give me the platform to put it up. I don't need you to give me no, no, no mic, none of that. My partner got that. You know what I'm saying? I don't need none of that. I, I got that. And it's not to miss out. It's not to miss out now. You know, uh, the dictation on how, of the money you're going to make and how, you, how things work is work put in. On his part now, let's not forget that. Like, it ain't shit easy. You know, just want to put that out there. This, mm-hmm. this motherfucker was here no. away from his wife for, what, what, three months? Two months? Three months, bro. Three, three, three months, months he was here for, working three on. For a, for a three-week project. Yeah, yeah three for, months, a three, for a three. Yeah, two, a three-week project turned into three months. It's all, lear- it's all learning it process. He, he's learning. Yeah. And so, I mean, uh, going forward. I'm pretty sure he'll be more efficient. You know, oh, so. Of course. <laughs> you you got to pay that tuition. Like I told you last month, you got to pay that tuition. It's just like paying got tuition to. to go to school. Got to. I just, I just, I just picked my own school. Man. Some would say the school of hard knocks. 
That's what they say old school say. School of hard knocks. It's all good. It is. Bro. It is. Yeah, I was thinking about this. I think, bro, Jay-Z has some of the most, like, iconic lines. Because you literally can listen to this shit and then won't listen to it again for, like, months or years go by. And you hear that shit again, you get some else out of that same verse that you heard Oh, hell ago. yeah. All day. I think it's. Like, I was thinking about, uh, I was to go crazy remix with Jeezy, and he was like, nigga, um, y'all ain't pulled my coat yet, and I keep my shit in coat check. And if you, you know, street-wise, pull my coat, basically saying, sharing information with me, put me on game. Right. He was saying, like, niggas ain't put me on game, and I always been open to listen. Well, on the money tip, yeah. hey, I got a coat, I'm checking. Like, he, he ain't going nowhere, mm-hmm. he ain't taking no damn coat, some real shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got we got another question real quick. I'm gonna throw it out there real quick. Hold on. All right, man, bro. I respect uh, everything that you do, but I'm gonna see you guys later. I'm gonna, I'm gonna head out. Peace. All right, Took man. We we appreciate the question, man. Hey, follow us, man. Hey, look, if you uh, get a chance to. Hop on Instagram, uh, Good Guys Podcast. It's a podcast. This episode is going to be on uh, tomorrow, probably around, around 7 o'clock. Though, uh, I think you're recorded. I don't know. You want to hear yourself on there? Yeah, I'll let it. Anyway, go ahead. Dexter. Yeah, bro. All right. That was it. Uh, shit, that was a, that was a nice little segment. Yeah. I think we're at an hour and nine minutes right now. We're not done, though. We got one more segment to talk about. Cause I want to segue out of the uh, uh, money is and everything with uh, uh, the way Nicholas K was talking. I want to segue into something else. Uh, one of my people I follow on Instagram, Gary V, Gary Benderchuk, and Matthew McConaughey were talking about um, the time Matthew McConaughey actually let go fourteen point five million dollars for a damn show. Hold on, let me go to it real quick on Instagram. I think I can play it. I hope I can play it real quick. Uh, Cause uh, I need to fix me another cup real quick. Let me see. I think it's on here. Mm. Not there. I'm gonna get to be here. Oh yeah, here it is. I want to put a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, bro, I got you. I'll follow you on everything, bro. Uh, subscribe on everything if you got anything on YouTube. Bro. I like any post or something like that, bro. But uh, yeah, peace. All right, appreciate it, man. Hey, it's Jaguar Jane, just tuning in, seeing what you guys, what's up, what's new, what you guys talking about. Hey, Jaguar, just stay tuned. Jaguar, Jane? Stay tuned, Jaguar. It's our our first day on this app, man. uh, uh, What we're doing right now, we're recording this episode of our podcast. This is episode 12 right now. We've been around for the last two, three months. Uh, Follow us. Good Guys Podcast. If you want to go to Instagram, it's the underscore good underscore underscore guys. It's G U D for good. Hey, good, good, yeah, G U D for good. Y'all yeah, get, check us out, man. You can you get all get up to speed on everything we've been talking about the last twelve weeks, man. Yeah, I'll get on there, man. We uh, we're raw, real, and uncut. I do edit a little bit here and there because. Motherfuckers don't need to get sued, but y'all get on there, man. I'm pretty sure I love we get on this fucking app, man. This it's their app. I guess it's kind of new, but uh, man, I'm I'm loving this day one. <laughs> it's it's nice. Yeah, 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 man. Uh, I, like I, I know you just got my text, bro. That's what I'm saying. This is 
this is another example I've been telling you, Kenny. In this day and age, bro, the the powers that be don't have the power no more like they used they to. They don't. Man. They like, don't, this, man. The creators have it. The Literally, creative. they can't tell us that that we can't create a podcast. You can't tell us that because we got people now interacting with us. That's where the money. The money's in the people. Yeah, and that's what know, I said, that's man. That's where the money is. <laughs> I remember what I said earlier, uh, another park, another episode we did, and like, nigga, uh, the creators will run the world. We are here. Like, <laughs> we are here. Like, this this is not the only thing I do. I have a regular fucking job, but I like photography and every fucking thing else. Like, like the creators run the world. People are following people because they seeing what they want to see, and it's out there. Yeah, and like they a probably, million motherfuckers they doing they it. Yeah, they can, you can relate to the folk story. You know what I'm saying? You empathize with them. I'm sure these folks who interacting with us now be feeling the same kind of way about some shit, man. But uh, yeah, this is that's what I'm saying. Like, nigga, you can't tell me that I can't start a podcast or I can't do this or do that because there's a lot of people who it's more people that get told no than yes. And I want to I want to deal with the with the no's because there's more people at one point. And then they they empathize, they understand. You know what I'm saying? I want to then I would like to share with them the work that it takes to get that shit. Like, we talking about the real estate shit. Nigga, that shit works. Like, fuck all these seminars folks talking about on YouTube, these gurus. They don't never talk about motherfuckers breaking to your property in the hood. They don't never talk about motherfuckers Oh, no. Hey, they talk about the good times. <laughs> they don't talk about the bullshit. Right. They talk about oh. the good times. Right. They talk about, oh, yeah, you just pay, you know what I'm saying, $100. You flip this house, man, please. That $100 is going to turn to ten grand real quick, bro. Nigga, I seen it firsthand. Nigga, fifteen grand turned to thirty real fast. Shit, like spending money, you know, it's it's good, but it ain't all good. It's you know? not. <laughs> it's what it is, though, man. Yeah, right. I'm gonna go into his last uh, yeah, one real right. quick. Hey, let me know if you can hear right, this, yeah. man. I'm gonna I'm gonna play this fucking Gary V with uh Matthew McConaughey. This shit kind of touched me, man. I fuck with it. Let me see. Okay. The fucking trophy. The trophy doesn't really exist. No shit. I'm not gonna play this hey, whole thing. Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, I'm a, a couple minutes. Done a podcast in a long, long, long time. Obviously, I'm to fast forward a little bit. Hold on. With the pandemic uh, and and Dexter, are you there? And, uh, doing creative things with the podcast, but today an actual live interview, which is really exciting to me. And fast forward. What would you give me? A plus 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 plus, and was a B minus? I'm not talking A and F. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then in reverse. Oh, this shit longer than I thought it would be. You most like you were most, and whether it was your age. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm not gonna play the whole fucking thing. Uh, how do I work this shit? Like, how do I talk to somebody? Because every time I go live, it's like dry as fuck. No one talks. <laughs> hey, next you there. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, okay. So when I hit play, it was like a 45 minute interview. I'm gonna give a breakdown about it. Uh, uh, school. Um, so if you're on the app, you if you swipe through, if somebody has a conversation, a conversation going on, you can just leave a message like, like "Have you been doing us?" If you want to start a conversation, you can start with when a random person, or I think I think someone with yourself. Again, this is our first day on this damn app. Uh, so uh, Try some of those things I just told you If you're not Drop back in We'll be on for another few minutes And we'll help you figure it out uh, Moving forward to what I want to show y'all The, the Gary Vaynerchuk and uh, Matthew McConaughey interview um, It's uh, 40, 44 minutes I'm, I'm not going to do y'all like that So I'm getting, Real quick breakdown 
And so Matthew McConaughey, which is the hold on. I'm gonna stop. We had another another question. Let's see what he's gonna say. I've been on this app for three days now. Basically to answer the guy's question is you just have to tune into other people's conversations and allow yourself to be present and known and you know this is who you are and you know just appreciate the love and you know the time because obviously we're on everybody's time that we're dealing with and we're just showing appreciation and how we talk to others a lot of people won't talk just because they won't talk so you know don't take offense to that just find out the people that do want to talk Thank you, Jaguar, Jaguar Jane. Thank you. That was a dope. That was, that was a dope response. <laughs> That's the, I'm hey, cut her a check. Hey, yeah, I'm gonna follow her. She follows back. I'm gonna um, definitely get on her. Yeah, it, she, it, it, that's all it is, man. This is social media. This is just like Instagram or Facebook. Follow people. Don't follow people. But if you're gonna be on here, talk. That's all it is. Run your mouth. Uh, I like to think if you're on here listening to people, that you have something to say. If they are talking about yeah, something like you want to talk about, hop in there and say, hey, if if you don't like what they're saying, hey, hop in there. Hey, fuck you. This is what I think. It is what it is. This is it, blunt it, conversations, man. Yeah. Exactly what the fuck we're doing now. And yeah, <laughs> like you said, just enjoy it. Have fun with it, man. Uh, don't don't put too much pressure on yourself or take it personal. Like, the people will come. Just keep putting the content out there. Just keep throwing it out there. In, in school, man, hey, look, follow us, man. Look, we can have this conversation uh, any day. If you want to hop in here, you want to talk, you want to have a podcast with us, come in and be a damn guest, man. I'm cool with it. Just hop in here and just talk to us, man. We we good. We wide the fuck up, man. You know, we we uh, some professional dudes out here, and this is just this is our like it's our pastime, man. You know what I'm saying? But uh, back to what are we gonna talk about? This uh, Gary V. Uh, this is, this is a real interesting story as far as we all know who Matthew McConaughey is. And basically he talks about Gary V that he turned down $14.5 million uh, script. And it was very interesting to hear this shit because I'm like $14.5 million. This is, goes back to fucking Nick of the Cage throwing away twenty grand. It's like, fuck, twenty grand was one, but $14.5 million. And basically, white <laughs> I, I wouldn't call it white pills. This, this is, <laughs> I'm kidding, man. I'm kidding. I know, I know, I know. Rich folks' problem. Rich folks' problem. That's what it is. Rich folks' problem. <laughs> and so, what happened was, uh, Gary uh, Matthew McConaughey was like, "I'm done doing these rom coms, shirtless beach dude running around and shit. I'm done with them." And I. Uh, Lo and behold, a couple months later, somebody comes across his desk with a fucking $2 million contract. Now, these numbers are skewed because I can't remember what the fuck he said. It's in the damn story. I don't want to fucking play that whole fucking 45-minute thing. So, uh, $2 million went to, okay, $4 million, $5 million, $6 million. Eventually, $10 million. And he and he made a lot of jokes about this shit. And then eventually, $14.5 million. Matthew McConaughey was like, no, I'm not doing another fucking rom-com. Unknown caller. He said he's not doing it. I was like, whoa. Know your fucking worth, man. I was like, whoa. 14.5. That 2 million would have had me. <laughs> I ain't yeah, shit. I feel you. They tried to pigeonhole my boy. They, they did, said, no, man. I ain't fucking with I'm, uh, He said I'm more than that. And you then, don't like it, fuck it. This the Keep same guy. Money. Who goes on to make 
uh, State of Jones. Yeah, Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers Club. White Boy Rick. Rick. Man, he knew his fucking worth. But that's something you got a chance. You got to you got to be willing to take a pay cut. Yeah. You got to be willing to not get paid for a while. You know what I'm saying? It's that's a part of the process. And he said, "I don't take no checks. I take my respect." Hello. Yeah. Hey, we got a question. Hello. Well, with Matthew McConaughey, I feel like it also has to do with his image too. So yes. if you think about yes. it, he's not just going to pick some shitty image and just roll with it. You know what I mean? He has to pick something of substance that's going to highlight something either new or old or mold everything together. So from where I stand, it's, you know, to a certain degree, it is white privilege. And I do agree with that to a certain degree because, you know, he's in a position of power, necessarily speaking, because of his, you know, career. So being that he has implemented that in his career, he has a choice to say so because basically in that kind of industry, I went to school for hospitality and dramatic art. So being that I went to school for both, I understand like basically with dramatic art, acting is a contract. So basically you have to put in the work that they want you to do or how they feel like you should do or how you feel like they would perceive that to be, but still be yourself. You see what I'm saying? So he has that privilege because he also has made different things, but it's made of different type of substance. Great response. Uh, but she on it. <laughs> I like she Jaguar James. Like yeah, Jaguar like James, is a, is a, she's officially a good guy, man. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Good gal. Yes, hey, look. Yes, she's not lying, though. I mean, I agree with her. Uh, but I will say this. Fucking, uh, <laughs> he, he, he is uh, taking his lumps at this point. And I, you know, he could have kept going, but he didn't. I'm glad he didn't, cause he was able to come across and make other movies. Uh, she also said she greeted this uh, uh, white privilege, and I have to say, if it was me or you in these roles, who've been playing them forever, 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 would we have the opportunity to to jump into a, a Dallas Buyers Club? Will we have the opportunity to do a a, a State of Jones? When will we fall into those roles? You know, after that fact, you know. Because I mean, he's tight He was a tight caster after and he could have been stuck in that role for a long time. What do you think, Dexter? Yeah, yeah no, I, I agree with everything you guys are saying, man. Um, like I said, my comment, I'm not trying to backtrack anything, but yeah, yeah, I was ahead. just being asked about saying white, white privilege. But uh, no, I definitely think he's working. I would compare it to, to a lot of black performers, whether it's music or uh, comedy entertainment, you know, it's the entertainment period. Like we have something called the Chitlin Circuit. And typically, before you make it big, you got to do the chitlin circuit. Like you're not, you're not, you're not doing a massacre garden. You're doing uh, the back, the backwoods of Mississippi or Alabama. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In, in the boonies, because you gotta, you gotta build that, 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 that fan base and that character. Put your, you gotta earn your stripes. Put your work in. And a lot of, a lot of black entertainers never got out of that though. They never yeah, got they out of that, 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 that structure because they don't get the same opportunities. And a lot of people we love so much. They don't name no names. They got they got their swag from going to sitting in the back of the chilling circus and watching these other guys fall. You saw them say they bit their style, right? But we wasn't we wasn't around for the conversation. They made the style was given to them because they knew they could take it farther. You know what I'm saying? But I feel on that. It's just you know. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I'm, I'm I'm diving to more to uh, chilling circus real quick. Just for people who want to know more about it. Uh, everybody here has Netflix. Uh, hop on there and watch uh, uh, uh Eddie Murphy's uh, Ruder Ray Moore movie on there. 
Uh, Rudy Ray Moore was a com- was a comedian. Um, he Dolomite. Was, Dolomite. Uh, he it died. Was the monkey foot. Uh, a few years back, he it, he recently died, but he was the um the supreme supreme person probably from the chilling circuit. It's a lot of comedians who came up through the chilling circuit back in the day. I I, I don't have time to go through them right now because we're at an hour and a damn near hour and a half right now with this podcast. So uh, look them up. Uh, chilling circuit was a real thing. It was a outlet for black comedians and black entertainers. Just look at look into it if you if you if you ever get a chance to. But back to what uh, Jacko was saying, though, man. Um, if every she 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 said one thing about being white privileged, but the other side of that coin is uh, black people don't get a chance to actually say, and she and she was right about this. Black people don't get a chance to say, uh, "I'm better than this." And she made a good point about that, and I, I applaud her on that one, man. I, I applaud her on that one, man, for real. Uh, cause we don't get a chance to. I'm not a fucking actor, comedian, whatever. But I'm I'm trying to get into that realm. Uh, do voice acting and shit. But uh, outside of that, I'm trying to get into that. But people of color don't have an actual chance a lot of times to fucking break in those communities. And if we would have turned down fourteen point, hey, we would turn down fucking two million dollars, and we're not Dave Chappelle. We would have been fucking outcasted from day one after that. Well, this motherfucker don't want no damn money. Fuck him. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get you get shit like motherfuckers try to clown a mass of people turning down a deal or something. You know, or, or even your own people say you stupid for, for turning down money because they don't understand your your vision. You know, or, 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 your, or your worth. They think you should be worth what they think they worth. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, yeah man, you black bro, you got to deal with, with you got to deal with your folks and others, man. All kinds of pressure, boy. Yeah, it is, man. Man, look, it's been an hour and a half. All right, you fucking in this shit. Back. Hey, we're gonna fucking dial this shit back. We got some listeners right here. Are there any questions? If you want to ask, go ahead. I'm open the floor for about one minute, so I can go and grab some real quick. If you got a question, go ahead and drop it in right now. Again, this is the Good Guys Podcast on Instagram. It's the underscore good underscore guys on Instagram. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. We're hey. on some other places. Thank the Anchor. We're on Anchor also if you're on Anchor. Go ahead, Dexter. Anchor pays us. Anchor Anchor pays us. So, you know, if you got to choose, pick Anchor. They pay us. I'm going to leave the floor for a few mm-hmm. seconds, and we're going to close this thing out in a second. Y'all go ahead. Dexter, talk to the people. Man, I got I to gotta get off the mic for like two seconds. Yeah, man, just to reiterate what Kenny's saying, definitely appreciate you guys. This is our first time actually recording and, and uh, experiencing this stereo app. It's amazing, dude. I love we're getting, even the interaction with you guys. This, this, this is a second and nine. You know, uh, man, some guys who uh, following on the budget, this is right where we want to be at, man. I'm enjoying myself. Where is everybody from? I'm actually in Atlanta right now. Kenny's in Jackson, Mississippi. Okay, That's I'm where back. our views are from, man. I'm back. Okay, I, I was asking where they were from right there. I might say shit, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's all okay. good. Well, hey, we, shut it down, shut it down. Hey, man, so that's how we shut this thing down every day. Uh, it's a good guy's podcast. This is a ball head or die. Dex, give them handles. That's D-Create, D-K-R-E-A-T-E-V on Instagram. Fuck with your boy. 
I ain't got no followers right now, so go get my shits up. Get my shits up. Uh, and if you're interested in hearing yourself on this episode, asking questions and whatever, we will have this episode live tomorrow between uh, the hours of five and seven. It'll be live on uh, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Music, no, Apple, Apple Podcast. This has been the Good Guys Podcast. Y'all be easy.